Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, no one ever thinks about the proving lonely decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho yo 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 We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Bravo! Hey, gang. Welcome back to Gangplank Report. This week, we are covering Below Deck Season 9, Episode 12. They called it New Stew on the Block. Adrian is actually stuck in the Bahamas. She's waiting for a weather window to get back to the States. But in the meantime, our international man of mystery, Roy, has returned to help me out. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hello, Jen. Hello, listeners. Very excited to be back again and to step into Adrian's shoes and I'll do my best. And I, can't, I won't do an Adrian impersonation because I can't do a high-pitched voice again. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. Last week after we recorded, I saw this meme that said, yes, I have an accent and no, you don't need to imitate it. And I felt so convicted <laughs> after trying to imitate your accent last week. So. Oh, don't, don't worry about it. I will not be doing an accent this week. <laughs> no, what... please go ahead. I'll, I'll, try, I'll try and do my, my American accents, which will just fall flat on their face. I'll try and do some regional stuff, but no, no, I won't even go there. <laughs> Y'all are good at Southern accents. Every time I watch a Southern show and then I see the cast members interviewed, like Walking Dead and a few <laughs> different shows, they all pop off with these British accents. And I'm like, how do you guys do Southern so well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. What we will do this week that we did last week is I'm going to have you help me choose the title again. And Ooh, okay. this episode was a little bit scattered. So I had a hard time honing in on what it should be. So you have all the power to decide what the main topic in your head was. Okay. And I'm going to do it okay. in the order that it appeared on the show. Okay. The first one is don't eat the moss. The second one is I the rewed. The third one is aggressive bidets. And Ooh. the last one is thong time, no see. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking as you're going through the titles a minute ago, I was thinking of like, keep your pants on Jake. We've seen it at <laughs> times, maybe the title. That, that's pretty long for a link address. So. It is, it is. <laughs> We're going for the last one, the thong one. We're thong going time, one, the thong no one. see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that will be. <laughs> that one. Noise. 
I didn't have last <laughs> night. I came up with that one this morning on the rewatch and I was just like, oh, brilliant. I've got to throw him in there somewhere <laughs> because it's definitely a staple of the show. Someone said last night that I don't think there's been an episode where we haven't seen his bum. So he kept true to form. There was a song I was listening to the other day on the radio. It was Everly Brothers. It was called Bird Dog. Do you remember the lyrics for that song, Bird Dog? No. Mm-mm. I do know the Everly Brothers, but not that This one. is going really far back. Way beyond your time when you're a little nipper compared <laughs> to an old man like me. And Jake fits straight into the lyrics. He used to be like, Johnny, he's a joker. He's a bird. A very funny joker. But I'd put Jake in there. Jake, he's a joker. <laughs> he's a bird. A very funny joker. He's a bird. But when he gets his pants off he's a dog and when yeah. he gets a piece of mom he's a dog it was that song that reminded me of jake sorry that's for, so for my funny. terrible singing honestly <laughs> that's hysterical because last night somebody was talking about jake and i attached elvis presley's you ain't nothing but a hound dog to it <laughs> yeah he's more of an exhibitionist dog than anything else yeah I think. true true <laughs> All right, well, let's start off with the rapid recap, and then we'll get into talking about the show, okay? Right over. All right. Cap sends Eddie to check on Raina after he hears her crying on the radio. Heather tries to convince us in a confessional that her back is in need of relief from doing so much work. Yeah. Melissa has an ear infection and gets breakfast in bed, but apologizes for being difficult. Eddie and Raina finally talk, but she still wouldn't talk about what made her cry. In a follow-up to Eddie's talk, Kat finally finds out about the Heather-Raina situation, or so they made us think. Pete and Melissa stay behind while the rest of the guests go to the beach picnic. Fraser still feels betrayed about not knowing Kaylee was coming, but says he's earned his place as second and is the baddest bee on board. Cap still isn't thrilled that Heather volunteered him for vow renewal duty, or that she skated over the topic when he pointed it out. Fraser is excited that Kaylee's arrival allows him to take a break. Eddie gets Raina to talk for a second time and apologizes for hurting Raina's feelings. Rachel knocks the Japanese dinner out of the park and Raina assists as a Dexu. Melissa and Pete excuse themselves from dinner when Melissa isn't feeling well. The men surprise their wives with the vow renewal. Eddie is upset that Raina accused him of brushing off the Heather situation and shares that with Captain Lee. Upon departure, Claudia presented Rachel with her U.S. Navy service pin as a thank you. Fraser shows Kaylee and Heather how strong the bidet pressure was that he took to the face. The guests leave a $25,000 tip and the crew each give her a hundred of their share. The crew heads for a night out, even though they have guests arriving the next day. Raina decides she might want to pursue culinary school. Jake shows off the thong he borrowed from Heather at dinner. And Fraser apologizes to Kaylee for the apprehension he had about her. And that's your rapid recap. All right, let's get into this. This was all over the place, kind of. It really wasn't an exciting episode, I didn't think. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a, a, a grab of a bit of this, a grab of a bit of that, a grab mm-hmm. of a bit of this, throw it into a bag, shake it up, dish it out, put it out for one hour, and there you go, episode 12. That's what it felt like to me, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of a hodgepodge, like a potluck dinner. Mm-hmm. Everybody brings a little piece, and you have a, you nosh on a little bit, and then move on to the next. It was That's a it. lot crammed in one, 
but nothing that really went super well, super bad, anything. It was kind of flat for me. Agreed. Kaylee's arrival was really anticlimactic. I had built her up in my head as this Heather mini me. Mm-hmm. Like she was some awful person. I could not have been more wrong. She seems really sweet, I think. And just she kind does. of go with the flow. But what was it she said? And I'm probably quoting this wrong. That's, she said, Heather's in the spotlight and she's in the shadows. And she doesn't mind too much. She said, I'm behind her with a little bit of the light shining on me. Yep. That's so, it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, and she said she doesn't mind it. You're right. And I think that's good in a second or third stew role to be like that and not need the spotlight and just be about doing your job. But she really, yeah. I've got no complaints about her. She seemed very personable. She isn't overly funny, but she's, I think, kind. And she was trying to interact with different people. Sure. Uh, she has come late. She has come late uh, mm-hmm. onto the boat and a half of her charter as well. So at least she knows Heather, but Heather's obviously cleared her up mm-hmm. somewhere or another. Yeah. I'm getting you on TV, keep your head down, don't cause any waves and we'll take it from there. But I think Heather's wording from last week was saying, my second stew's coming. Had she worded it and said, I have another additional stew coming, mm-hmm. then I might have put Fraser's mind at ease thinking that he wasn't going to be demoted to third stew and Katie would be made up the second stew after, what, for half a charter and then right. one more charter and that's it. You know, exactly. And then Mm. Yeah. Kelsey and I talked about that a little bit last week too. Uh And the more that I thought about it and the more that you and I talked about it, Kelsey and I talked about it. I kind of feel like that's just Heather's power play personality. That's her way in her mind of how a manager would evoke the best Mm -hmm. performance from one of their employees. Yeah, absolutely. Veiled threats that your stripe <laughs> might get taken away or whatever yeah. is how uh-huh. she's going to get what she wants from him, which is the crappy managerial style I expect from her at this point, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's very questionable what she says, but that one on the recap made me laugh and it sort of jogged the memory when Heather said how her back's hurting from all the work. And I'm thinking, well, it must be really hurting badly, especially that radio. The weight of that radio on her belt must be so heavy. (laughs) You know, it's incredible. Girl needs to work out. (laughs) Yeah, last night I tweeted, who is she kidding that she's been cameling a feather this whole time? And and Fraser's the one that needs a chiropractor at this point because she really, like, even last night, once Kaylee came on, it almost got worse. I thought she would have to be doing much more to at least show her what was going on and she really just kind of sent her off and let her fend for herself yeah yeah but though she has worked with her previously for eight months so she probably knows what she works like maybe showing her around the boat when Fraser went off for the uh, beach that's true Mm -hmm. so yeah I could see Fraser was like oh my goodness I'm gonna be promoted now he's realized or maybe someone said to Heather you can't make Fraser into second student and put your friend into a third student and put your friend in the second stew with one and a half charts left. That's going to be really, really bad form. Yeah, that's really, a good really point. Bad form. Maybe somebody did put a bug in her ear, but I was surprised at the dinner and we're skipping forward a little bit just to stay on topic. Yeah. I was surprised that he went over and apologized to her. And I really think that it showed something we haven't seen a whole lot on this season. And it was some introspection about your own behavior. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he didn't have to do that. She wasn't going to see him talking about her until the show aired. He didn't have to apologize. So I did think that it was kind of a growth moment for him to say, look, I was apprehensive. I apologize for that. I want to let you know. Good on him. I'm back on Team Fraser, so it worked yeah, out. Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Lad. And I really, I do like, for as much as Jake annoys me, I do like the friendship between Jake and Fraser. I think that's sweet. How they said that they were going to be friends after the charter was over. Uh-huh. Yeah. But was that drunk talk like you have on your last day of your holiday when you were younger? Oh, we're staying in touch really. Oh, you're going to be person on my wedding. <laughs> oh, you're going to be a bridesmaid here. <laughs> that's a good point i've had people that i worked with that i thought were gonna be lifelong friends and it's (laughs) didn't turn out like that but they were absolutely plastered on the back of the boat yeah Yeah. we're sitting on the back they're absolutely lagging those two there i'm surprised (laughs) they didn't have it off or have tongues down their throat or something else (laughs) yeah it was actually the most desexualized episode i think we've seen in a while which was nice for a change a nice palate cleanser yeah they must have cut it all out (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's a good point maybe they saw that everybody was sick of it on social media so going back to the guests real quick Uh they were lovely they were i thought that they were wonderful i would love to see them back on in the future they just were good spirited they were grateful for everything that was happening they were inclusive i really Mm. enjoyed them i did see a lot of talk on social media just capping melissa basically calling her a complainer and how can you be that way when you're on a yacht but people you're like not even giving her an inch here or since Roy's here you're not even giving her a millimeter okay yeah <laughs> she not had, a millimeter. <laughs> yeah she had swimmer's ear that is freaking painful and yeah. it can throw off your balance and you're already on a boat I completely understand I don't know why they didn't have something on board because we know that they have like a little mini pharmacy why they didn't mm-hmm. have something for swimmier because from what she was saying she was just taking tylenol unless it had gone into a full-blown ear infection already yeah they made her into the bad like the editing they made her into a what i call a frump you know a miserable from complaining about this complaining about that didn't want to join in with things which we'll discuss later on about mm-hmm. and yeah she had an unfair airing i'd say yeah i i would agree and i think that it's easy to sit back and see how it's edited and make a snap statement on social media. But if you think about it, if you were in that position and you weren't mm-hmm. feeling well, what are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. And even for dinner, she skipped a course because she wasn't up to it. Right. It was food that she could eat. But she mm-hmm. said, no, I can't do this. No, I've got to go into the room. And I think it's her, par- her husband, Peter, went down Pete. with uh-huh. her as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was yeah. lovely of him. Yeah. Which left the free couples. Yeah. They were, people were making commentary that they didn't do the vow renewal. But I did find out on social media this morning, Denise actually posted, she and her husband were also guests of Tony and Portia. And she Mm -hmm. commented that they weren't able to because they had excused themselves, but that before they disembarked the next day, that they got to renew their vows as well. So we didn't see that. (laughs) We didn't get to see that. And I would have loved to have seen that. They can't show everything. That's the thing. 
But the assumptions yeah. that are made sometimes when you don't see something, like people are instantly assuming that they didn't want to renew their vows <laughs> because they weren't there. No, she was really <laughs> sick. Yes, they did renew their vows. And I'm glad that Denise interacted on social media and was able to clear that up for everybody. That's good. That's brilliant. But I thought Claudia, when she left, giving her Navy service pin, that was a huge compliment to Rachel. How amazing is that? How amazing amazing is that, honestly? Yeah. And Rachel did try and refuse it because even she knew what a big deal that was. And she really wanted her to have it. And I think that speaks to how well Rachel took care of them this trip. And I don't know anything about Japanese food, but I know that- really nice spread honestly she did a really nice spread yeah Yeah, i know that it looked good it looked amazing like she had pulled out all of the stops but not knowing courses i couldn't tell you if it was a good combination no it looked amazing absolutely amazing i'd say it's probably a nobu sandwich i would say really would be nobu yeah top wow she okay she really this charter she's really knocked it out for the food wise uh, keeping the guests happy especially tony because he loves japanese and he speaks japanese as well and rachel speaks a bit japanese so yeah they're all amazed by it you know the miso soup the two miso soups and the small cups mm-hmm. the moss <laughs> the seaweed <laughs> yeah <laughs> that just made Mind me laugh you. when she was like don't eat the moss i don't want that's just for garnish i don't want to do the heimlich <laughs> My, nowadays with all these fusion sushi restaurants around the place and where i've eaten around the world you mm-hmm. can actually turn out anything and say it's sushi like you get some old seaweed get a can of tuna tip that out put some sesame seeds on there and hey presto there you go yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah i'm not a seafood person so i don't <laughs> all of it was out of my taste realm but it sure. looked good i had a good time and i thought it was really interesting i thought of you as soon as he said Ooh. it but when they were talking at dinner on the crew night out and Raina was expressing her interest in doing oh, getting cooking. into culinary yeah oh yeah and eddie oh. said you really light up when you're in the galley. And if I didn't know that they had recorded that months ago, I would have sworn he stole it from you last week because you said the exact (laughs) same thing. And I think she loves it. Mm -hmm. She loves it in there. And and even Rachel was saying like, and uh, Rachel and her get on very, very well. And whenever whenever Raina walks in the galley, her face would just light up. She was happy to do anything, even to wash a plate or a spoon. She was just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loved learning it yeah mm-hmm. yeah she and like Raina said at dinner she really wants to get in at big time and Rachel was saying well you know best thing to do is go to that country it's gonna be much cheaper get all the flavors and everything else and stuff and I wish Raina does do that and I wish she goes ahead and hopefully we'll see her on Instagram or wherever mm-hmm. culinary skills are on display for us to see so that'd be really nice to see that Yeah. And that was an interesting piece of advice because culinary school in the States is very expensive. And I I thought that was a really good recommendation on her part. And I think that that's part of how Rachel learned, especially her specialty with Japanese cuisine. Mm. It would be interesting to see Raina pursue that. And I do think that it would tick off a lot of the boxes that she needs, like being her own boss kind of thing. And really only having to answer for her own work. Mm. But I thought it would be interesting if in the future, they, instead of a deck stew, like they've had, if they did a Mm -hmm. position that was a deck sue, 
because the decorations yeah. are usually done by dinner uh-huh. and somebody can help out because we've seen it happen a lot that the chefs get overwhelmed in the galley. And I think that Rachel's had a better go of it this season because she's had Raina hands on there to help her out with some of the easier things. So that's an idea. Bravo. You can have that one for free. All the rest you have to pay for. (laughs) Well, I've written an email to them about my below deck Alabama. Oh, I'll just wait and see what happens, you know. So, oh, they haven't responded yet? I thought they would no, have hopped no, right no. on that. Oh, I was, ex- was expecting to fly over to the Bravo Clubhouse in New York and have lunch with Andy there and talk it over. But no, I haven't called that yet. Never mind, never mind. I'll keep these uh, ideas to myself and uh, not worry about it. <laughs> funny. Well, when the guests left, they left a $25,000 tip, which we were playing a guessing game online and I nailed it. I was so proud of myself. I'm actually starting to understand this show after nine seasons. (laughs) You'd think I'd have a tiny (laughs) bit of out. Yep. I've I've sorted it all out now. Yeah, I think I've got everyone wrong so far. I'm going, yeah, yeah, that's the 20 G, 20 G. That's a 15. Oh, 19. Oh, so wrong. That's why I don't gamble. I just do not gamble. Just yeah, I don't gamble either. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't either. It's like, I'm a bird in the hand. <laughs> yeah. You know, you bet on red, it comes up black. Come Bet on black, comes up red. That's my story of my life. Though. Well, Wesley Snipes says you always <laughs> bet on black. So I always bet on black. <laughs> and I lose. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting because I did have my friend Summer on Twitter, she had asked if I thought that Kaylee was going to get a tip since she was Mm -hmm. only partway through, because in the past, Riley didn't get a tip when she came partway through a charter. And I thought how Captain Lee handled it this time was interesting with having them each chip in a hundred of theirs, which really isn't, I think that's like what, 5% of what they got. Sure. I thought, who's not on a slip of I thought, okay mm-hmm. maybe even jake but definitely Raina. i rewound this i can't even tell you how many times i'm so ridiculous i am when it comes to this stuff but they really didn't show the deckhands so i couldn't say for sure who did and who didn't i saw eddie slide money over i saw heather uh-huh. slide money rachel slide money i was pretty sure i saw money come from Fraser's direction, uh-huh. but I wasn't able to suss out if Jake, Jake. Wes and Raina did. Exactly. If it had been like they had to give like a third of their tip or something, I don't know that I would have done that. And she really didn't necessarily help out the exteriors department. So mm. I get it a little bit, but at the same time, the polite Midwesterner in me <laughs> says, give her the hundred bucks, dang it. Yeah. Would you have given it or not? I would have seen, depending on what position I would have been in first, I would have seen who would have slipped the 100 off the top of their pile first. If they started going around the table, I would have just done it. No problem at all. If I could have got away with it, would I? Probably not. I would have slipped one off the top of my thing, not to look like a cheapskate. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know in an industry, you might be that person later on and you might be in the same position. Right. <laughs> exactly. I probably would have, I would have done it. I can't see not doing it. It's just, it mm. would have made me feel weird to not, but I can understand in no, hindsight absolutely. why people wouldn't, if 
what she does doesn't affect their department. Like Rachel, her serving the food for Rachel, that's Mm -hmm. part of making Rachel look like a star. So that I kind of get. And Eddie being first officer, you want to set the example. So I got that. Mm -hmm. The night out, I was surprised when Captain Lee said that they were having guests the next day, because don't they usually have a day off between charters to turn the boat over? They normally get absolutely blagged, turn up uh, whatever in the early hours, go to bed in the early hours, then turn the boat round. Mm-hmm. Unless they turn the boat round after the last guest, because that's what it looked like when Fraser was talking to Katie and Heather mm-hmm. about the, the B day and the women's parts. And right. that room looked like whatever uh, cabin that was that room looked immaculate it looked like it'd been turned over right yeah so they might have done it beforehand right so I don't know if we were missing an extra day in there somewhere that I just didn't catch on but it just seemed usually they Mm. don't go out the night before they're having a charter maybe because they weren't showing up till 11 the next Mm -hmm. day maybe that's why they felt that they could but I was a little surprised by that. Aside from Raina in the discussion about her going into culinary school and Fraser's apology, it was just kind of a typical night out. It was Jake hmm. showing his bum, being okay. ridiculous. We really didn't get to see too much of Kaylee in that. I don't know how much we're going to get to know her with only one charter left. It's, I don't know. How many episodes left do you reckon we got? Two more episodes? Two, probably. Two episodes? Think, yeah, yeah, probably. So we get to know her a little bit and then that will be it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe sayonara and see if you come back next season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't mind having her back. She seems really nice. She seems, yeah. She seems nice. I do not want Heather back. We need to talk about the previews real quick. Yeah. It looked like these next guests couldn't find now they've got this extra interior person and it looks like yeah. they couldn't find anyone to give them champagne which surprised me and that's when captain lee goes downstairs and finds them all having their lunch right <laughs> yeah and that look that he gave and it apparently rachel gets really mad about something too we saw heather go up to rachel and say are you okay and i think after the next two episodes for the night out that's when it's probably all going to come out uh, yeah. even for the good or bad and i think heather's going to be the one who gets the brunt of it for some reason or another i don't know why it might just all come out at the end of the season for them right and i, I think this this is where she has a meltdown i think yeah, because she did say something to Fraser about that she is grumpy and over people being grumpy and over. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm tired of being tired. <laughs> yeah. So she she's over people and I think I've been over her for a while. So welcome to the club, Heather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But going back to the restaurant, yeah, you know when Jake starts stripping off and he's going to go and dive mm-hmm. into the fountain or the pool thing there? Sadly, uh, yes. That, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it's quite funny because Fraser goes, no, oh, my T-shirt, that's worth more than you. Oh, that was quite funny. Yeah, it was. This actually sparked something that I read about uh, a couple of years ago in a shopping centre, a mall uh, over here. Okay, mm-hmm. And some kids did something similar to that. And they just thought it was just a pool of water. But what they didn't realise was it was a fountain with all the intricate pipework underneath it oh so some kid when diving in there ended up with 18 stitches looking like frankenstein and his parents got a bill for over fifty thousand pounds to have this fountain repaired wow he ripped all the pieces 
but to get like 18 stitches all over him as well. See, Face, over here in the States, <laughs> it would have been the other way around. The kid would have jumped in and Sue he would have, yeah, he would have wrecked the fountain. <laughs> the company would have had to pay and they would have had to pay his parents $5 million for not yeah. having some crazy baby gate around a fountain that nobody's supposed to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> We're such babies over here. I can't. Oh, because when Jake went for that dive, I was going, oh, no, it just literally flashed back to that scenario in the mall when that kid went in there and ripped his face to pieces. I thought, oh, no, please. I was expecting it to be really shallow. I was expecting <sighs> him to, like, wipe a knee out or something like that. But, <laughs> no, he was just being his ridiculous self and he's getting mixed reviews online i saw somebody who thought that it's harmless fun and he just likes to let loose and they're entertained by it i see other people who just think it's hypocritical embarrassing the boat the way eddie mm. said rachel did last year and that eddie's not stopping him from doing it mm -hmm. so he's getting mixed reviews i'm not sure of the people who are on who would you think should get a return ticket back to below deck season 10 who would you welcome back with open arms i would say chef wise rachel mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. yeah interior fraser yeah me too i'd like to see Raina as the deck sues mm -hmm. whatever that would be a nice one wouldn't it mm -hmm. and other than that we'd like to see captain lee back and I, I do like Captain Lee, but I think he's past the sell-by day now on this series because mm -hmm. they're just making him say his little one-liners here and there. And yeah, and some of the sort of like edited information, oh, I didn't know about this. Acting is not that great. You can't put that past me, I'm afraid. Right. Um, you can't put that past me at all. That was the thing, and we forgot to talk about this. We didn't forget. I forgot to bring it up for us to talk about. <laughs> about the meeting that Raina mm. had with Eddie and the Captain Lee part. You and I spoke a little before yeah. we started recording the podcast. And I do think that production was in on that. You of course, felt of course. that way as well. You said, absolutely. well, just share what you said. I think basically everyone knew about the, the Rainer situation and the heavy situation with the, with the word that was said. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then production probably played it down and then said, right, okay, Eddie, whatever you do, too much sympathy towards this of Rainer. Mm -hmm. We will address it later on. Right. For the meantime, don't tell the captain about it. But Captain Lee obviously is aware through production about this because you cannot let something like that slip under the net, especially if the whole world's going to see it and social media are going to be talking about it. Right. And then they come out with, oh, I don't know how it was, when they're in the wheelhouse again and Eddie came out of it. Mm -hmm. And Captain, by that time, Captain Lee already knew from production what was going on out there. Yeah. And it was just that little play along what was said, mm, was it this, was it that word? And, mm -hmm. and the way Eddie did it as well is... And then what got me was the last thing was what Eddie said to Rainer in their cabin when Rainer first went to approach Eddie was about as long as you get the job done. Right. As long as you get the job done. That's what kept was that's what Eddie was saying to Rainer, mm -hmm. which made him look unsympathetic. And when Rainer was saying, You don't get it, Eddie, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. That's what she was saying, I remember. And yeah. then for Captain Lee to say, Well, as long as she's doing her job and see how she is and so forth. But, it's just like, okay, we know you got, she's got some issues and, and you know, with, with the uh, staffing and other stuff, especially Heather and Eddie. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't addressed until 
uh, Rayner actually told Eddie that he was the main source of problem. Right. And Eddie was, I don't think he was too surprised now by that time because like the facial reaction of someone saying that to you, if someone mm -hmm. works under you, you are the problem. You would actually be taken back a bit. You would be taken back a bit unless you knew there was a big problem and you had a problem with them and you didn't bother you at all whatsoever. But Eddie's facial reaction didn't really react to anything much. I wonder if he didn't already know it because of Wes. Mm, yeah, yeah. Information comes from different channels. Mm -hmm. And being deck team, they talk. They would have mm -hmm. found out. Right. And they just didn't show it on camera. And they probably said, we'll bring it out a bit later on to, to keep it going. And right. Yeah, the guys in production for Bravo, they really need to get someone a bit more clued up how to play things to make it look a bit more, a bit more realistic, I would say, for TV. Yeah, uh, it was a know. little too wrapped up in a bow for me. Yeah, and 95% of people might not even see anything like that. 5% of people go, hmm, that's not real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems very forced, like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this and we're going to get it done. And Eddie, you keep going back to her, whether she wants to talk about it or not and get this mm. done, get this out of the way so we can stop talking about it and move on to the next is how it yeah. felt. It was very production line to me. Well, that's not enough information. You need to go back to make it look like they were being very attentive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I hate to say it that way. It's like, is like they're they're caring yeah, say it that it, way but, go for it buddy and it, 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 well they, they're caring about something okay which mm -hmm. is now past and right. should have been addressed much earlier on during the time that mm -hmm. it happened but then it was like well i didn't know about it well, you know it's the first time it's been brought to me by my first officer and it just doesn't swing in some ways with me it just doesn't swing at all yeah but it's over and done now uh, as far as yeah. bravo is concerned and that was their goal and i saw very little discussion of it on social media so it looks like they were successful in that in mm -hmm. getting people um, stop talking yeah. about it so as fraser would say swept under the carpet swept under the sofa <laughs> he didn't even get it I, right mm, i don't know where you got that from <laughs> Sofa. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because the sofa is higher up off of the carpet, then <laughs> you've got room yeah. for more dirt, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, again, yes. I appreciate you coming and doing this so much. It's been it's a, been a lot of fun hanging out with you, and I've enjoyed your perspective. Like we said, we don't have much time left on OG. We've got Australia. Australia. We've Australia got, yeah, that's on Peacock. So I don't okay. know how much we're going to cover. Adrian and I are still discussing how much we're doing. Uh -huh. We're definitely covering Sailing Yacht, whether we do Peacock as a separate or incorporated, mm -hmm. just with a little tidbit. We haven't decided yet. But as soon as we know, you guys will know. I just wanted to mention something as well, Jen, about Captain Sean. Mm -hmm. He did this wonderful journey over the Northern Passage uh, right. on a yacht called Latitude, mm -hmm. where he took some guests to show them what the lovely things of the Northern Hemisphere have. Right. Captain Sean hopefully is going to raise ecological awareness with some charter members and take them on some wonderful adventures, which we hopefully will see polar bears, seals, whales, and so on. Very cool. Which will be really interesting for him to do. So I look forward to that when he gets that one done. 
I'm excited. I will have to check that out. My Instagram game has been lame lately, so I will have to check up on him and see what he's doing. He is definitely an awesome dude, and he's got that explorer's heart, but he ties it in with a real passion for ecology. And I know that he was down in Costa Rica at the beginning of the season working on cleaning up the plastic out of the ocean. So he really puts his efforts where his words are. You hear a lot of people talk the talk. He walks the walk. He sails the ship. He he does all of it. So that's very cool. I will have to check that out. But thank you for filling me in on that. I appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're not following Roy on Twitter, why not follow him at the real, is it W I L L one E one E King Willie real King Willie. There's no reason to follow me to New Orleans because I don't even follow myself. So don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you're the best and I really appreciate you and we appreciate all of you listening Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple if you could. That helps us be seen and that helps us out a lot. And Mm -hmm. other than that, we will have a super fan with you. It's a new friend I met on Twitter named Rob B. Hopefully Adrian can make it back to the States for that. If not, it will be me and Rob chilling and talking below deck. So we will see you then. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off, me hearties.